Hello and welcome to another edition of the Insurance Dudes podcast. This is Craig Pretzinger, and this is another insurance playbook. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Now we've gone in and talked about the five P's, right, for running an effective agency and why it was important and the findings that I had um, in reflecting back to all the years of creating the foundational components to support the high functioning offense that we have and to create not only income, right, monthly income, monthly cash flow, but also to increase equity, right, your actual business value. Because ultimately, we want to do that too. It's not just income, right? It's not a job, right? That's the difference from between a job and owning an agency. So important distinction. So what is the third P and why is it important? You know what that third P is? It's the people, the people. So let's dive in. All right, we are back. Let's talk about people. This is going to be your most important component right? After the first two. No, really probably the most challenging thing. And as an agency owner yourself, and then anyone else uh, that you talk to that's an agency owner, probably going to hear that the most challenging thing that they have is uh, the people, right? And a lot of times it can be challenging because sometimes maybe we're too nice. We're too nice of an insurance dude. We get too emotionally uh, attached to people, where uh, we feel bad and that's totally fine, right? It's totally fine to feel bad about having to let somebody go. Totally fine to feel poor, bad about not saying yes to somebody that you've interviewed, even though you may have liked them. What we want to do is get away from a lot of the feelings around hiring. Now, it's important to feel, it's important to at times make heart-based decisions, but when we're talking about hiring, we really want to try to make it more objective, right? So we need to have criteria. And this is why if we back up and look at the first two Ps that we covered, which was the principles supported the purpose. So we had the purpose, this is the first P, second P was principles, and now we're in people. Well, if we don't have the purpose laid out and then we don't have those core values that support the purpose, it's gonna be difficult in the interview to articulate what what you're doing, what your agency is doing to differentiate itself and provide help and that extra value to the world, right? Or to, to the space that you're in, to the people that you're talking to. So I think that it's something that we found over the years was once we had determined the why behind our agency, we'd created the core values. Now this gave us the framework from which to develop the lens that we then are using in the interview. So now we're not just looking for somebody who has a license or somebody who has experience selling insurance. And I would argue that sometimes both of those things are are detrimental to somebody's success. Uh, You don't have a lot of folks that come in um, and really go for it and are moldable and coachable and trainable when they already have that experience. Now, 
you know, there's an exception to every rule. Sure, there's plenty of people that may be a great uh, hire that have worked somewhere else and have that experience. But I found that when we bring people in from outside, yes, may require a little bit extra work to get them up and running. However, they are fully moldable. They don't come with a preconceived set of ideas about how this works. They don't have a way that they've been doing it that isn't similar to yours. Uh, so it could be really effective to find people from outside. And you're also not limiting your candidate pool, right? And as we get into this now, we're going to talk a lot and we'll probably do another episode after the five Ps are done where we really dive deep into the hiring aspect uh, because we're going to talk a little bit briefly on the different components that when you clicked on this, you saw the hiring, the recruiting, hiring, training, and firing of people. So remember, we're going to be looking for people who can align with the purpose that we talk about. So when you think about the questions that you ask in an interview, you want to frame them in such a way that it's going to give you an answer as to whether or not they're in alignment with your purpose. Now, that doesn't mean you ask, hey, we really like to serve single mothers who have four kids and have their hands full and you know live on the north side of town, whatever, right? So let's say you, you hone down that avatar and have it real clear, and the purpose is to help people because they typically are underserved when it comes to insurance, and you want to help make them really comfortable with their coverage and able to set it and forget it, whatever that is, right? So you may ask questions that are going to tease out whether this person can align with that. So I think that's important, right? You don't ask the specific thing around the question and certainly don't ask yes, no questions. We want to ask those open-ended questions and have them uh, really help to identify whether or not they're in line. And then we're going to ask questions. I would put them into situational questions around the core values. So um, when I went through my core values here, like honesty and ethics, you could try to trick them, put them in a situation where it may be kind of gray area for something and they may want to push the limits. You want to really identify where they sit when it comes to ethics, when it comes to honesty. And there's no room for any gray area in honesty and ethics. We have to draw a line and we have to stay uh, very, very clean when it comes to these things. And then do this same exercise for all of the different core values that you have. Now, what you're doing is setting up an environment so that when we're recruiting towards our message, not just, hey, Craig, the Pretzinger agency is hiring excited, new, skilled individuals, blah, blah, blah. No, we want to write that ad that we're posting to attract new people into our hiring funnel. We want that ad to align with our purpose because if somebody is attracted to our agency because of our purpose, now we are looking good when they come on, right? Now we're, we have somebody that actually is aligned with us. And then as we interview them and we put them up against all the core values, if they, if they align with the core values, now we have somebody that we're going to be able to really work with, right? Because it's much more challenging to try to change somebody's value system, right? And arguably almost impossible. So what we want to do is hire for not their knowledge about insurance, not their 
knowledge about sales, not all these things that we can train them on. We want to hire them on whether or not they're going to make the right decision when the time comes. We want to hire them on whether or not their driving force aligns with our driving force. We want to hire them on all of these things that are then going to make it much easier to bring them in and convince them of the ways that we do the things the way that we do within the agency because they're already pre-aligned. We want that pre-alignment. So important, right? Now we have the right people when we bring them in. Well, guess what? When they have the proper skill set in those core values, I guess skill set's the wrong word. If they if they have the 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 right criteria that match with those core values, if we can identify that they're motivated and they really want to bring positivity, they're going to help by elevating everybody else that you have here too. Because as you keep adding people who have these same fundamentals, it's going to strengthen the culture of your organization. It's going to increase employee lifetime value. I'm just going to leave that there. I'm not going to get into that. We're going to talk about that when we get deep on hiring and deep on employees, which we'll do in a few episodes. So you want to make sure that you do subscribe so that you get notified on that. Employee lifetime value. If we're thinking of the people and the way that we attract it and then retain those people, if we're looking at them in the same way that we look at our sales, right? Where we're looking at a cost per sale, we're looking at the lifetime value of a new client. If we start applying the same fundamentals to our hiring funnel, we're going to start seeing similar results. We're going to start seeing better hires. We're going to start seeing better retention. We're going to start seeing all of these things that we start to see on the sales side of the of the coin. So another thing that we're going to do, we want to attract people that we can empower. We want to attract people that aren't afraid to make a mistake. And it's really important. This is another thing that I've learned over the years. And as I've gotten older, and not only require glasses, but but also have gained some insight, some wisdom, and some patience. It's become real valuable in empowering people and not being afraid to let them make some mistakes. I say it all the time that we're not doing brain surgery. We're not building airplanes here. Nobody's going to die if something gets screwed up. And we're not going to give somebody the reins to an activity that has the potential to be catastrophic. Like we're not going to just trust that they're going to get it done. We need to also trust, but we need to trust, but verify. We're going to trust that they're going to get it done. And then we're going to verify, or if they didn't get it done so that it got the results that we need, then we need to revisit and look at, at where the mistake was made. That just because somebody may want to do something in a way that's slightly different from the way that we like to do it, that's okay. We want to focus on the result, right? We want to focus on obtaining those results in every aspect of it. So let's talk about the people that we've had in agencies. And I start to think back to my agency. What I've noticed is over the years, as I as I did hiring, I used to just have a conversation. And I've, I've talked to lots of agents um, that we've either coached in the elite group or in the past, or who come to us with questions on this. But in the past, we used to just have this conversation. A lot of agents do this where it's like, hey, I just want to have this conversation feel out. Well, the thing is, I know for me, this is not a, a free flow. It's not a good way for me to determine whether or not somebody is a good candidate because I end up liking everybody unless they're just rude or you know there's something just completely off um, or they attack me, then likely I'm going to like them. So I know that about myself. I know that 
I'm going to struggle with that. So I needed to really get laser beam focused and institute some structure to the interview. So all those questioning techniques and the questions, the types of questions that I brought up earlier are important to that structure. But what it does is, and what we found was when I compared my turnover um, for the years that I just kind of did it from my gut, didn't use any sort of assessment and just had a conversation, the turnover was much higher. The results were much, were far, far less. As we added the structure, as we added the processes, which we're going to talk about in the next P, um, and as we as we attracted people using these frameworks and structures in the interviewing process, and then all the processes that go behind when it comes to the training, when it comes to whether or not we fire, which is measuring and tracking and measuring, holding people accountable. What we found was not only did people stay longer, but we had a better fit once they came on and they were far quicker to get to results or expose themselves that they weren't capable of doing it. We've had far, far more or far fewer bad hires once we had this structure. So really important. Our employee lifetime value has gone up significantly. Uh, most folks, on average, we retain people for longer than a year now. And before it used to be, our average was well below three months on staffers because it was just a ton of turnover. So as we think about that, that's a critical piece, right? So on the hiring, we talked on the recruiting, on creating those ads that will attract people to your purpose and your core values. And then finally, as we train, and we'll get into this a little bit more when we're talking about processes, but if we have the right structure, once somebody comes on, another significant difference, right? Looking at people who, um, and in fact, there's been studies done on all of this uh, over the years, but people who come into an environment where there's good structure and clearly defined and articulated path to the desired outcomes, when all of that is there, the person is much more successful. They're much happier with their experience. They're far faster to get to the results and to get up to speed and start delivering results. And they stay for much longer. So it's really, really, really important to, um, to take consideration of these things. We're going to continue to do this here at the agency. One of the things that we've started to do too, that's been uh, awesome is with our lead callers. So everybody that's listening likely knows that we buy internet leads and then we have my agency buys, uh, gets the lead callers from Teledudes and they will then transfer the leads to my sales producers. Well, as they become more in tune with that, and as we hire people who are going to understand that, uh, we're able to we're able to invest more money towards the new client acquisition component, towards the sales, right? Towards bringing in more business instead of keeping all this money over to make up for that turnover, right? So another huge epiphany that came out of it just by putting some structure. So I'm going to stop it at that. And I'm going to ask that you subscribe, you like, you do all those things and uh, invite you to come back on the next one because we're going to dive into processes, which is the fourth P. And then, of course, the episode after that, we will be talking about performance. So that is people. And of course, 
after the performance one, we'll be diving a little bit deeper into the hiring stuff. So appreciate you guys listening. Hope this is helpful. If it is, throw something in the comments. If you know somebody who hasn't ever heard of us, please share it. Why not? Come on, social media, be social. We appreciate you. Take care. Bye.